0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to DW Sports. I am your host, Will Feller, and the NFL playoffs are finally here. And I didn't say that excitedly because, if you guys can't tell, if you watch our videos on YouTube, there's usually a Colts flag right next to my DW Sports flag as well as my Indiana Hoosiers flag. I took the Colts flag down. Why did I take the Colts flag down, you may ask? Because I was sick to my stomach on Sunday. I cannot believe what happened Sunday. A 98% chance to make the playoffs and we choke. Before I get into the Colts and playoff spreads for Super Wildcard Weekend, make sure you're following our social medias, our Instagram and Twitters, Sports and two S's on the end. Our Snapchat and TikTok are DW underscore sports. In our email is dwsportshow at gmo.com if you guys have any questions. Firstly, I gotta talk about the Colts before I get to these playoff spreads. And the reason I got to talk about the Colts because I want to talk about it one time. I don't ever want to talk about it again. I had to set up social media, you guys. I mean, what can you possibly do when you are a Colts super fan? Well, my I don't know what your definition of super fan is, but. I consider myself a super fan of the Colts. What are you supposed to do when everybody's making fun of your team on social media? You're embarrassed yourself. The players and management of the team are embarrassed. What are you supposed to do with your life? I just listen to music, honestly, because I cannot watch football the rest of the night. I did not even watch the Chargers Raiders game, which was probably the game of the year. I didn't watch that. And the thing was, Even if the Colts lost, they still could have made the playoffs. The Steelers had to lose. The Chargers had to lose. And I believe it was the – I believe it was the – the Patriots. So the Steelers, Patriots, and Chargers all had to lose. And two out of the three things happened, y'all. The Steelers won in overtime, and the Patriots and the Chargers lost – If the Ravens beat the Steelers or the Steelers tied with the Ravens, Indy would have been in the playoffs playing at KC, which we would have lost. But it's completely embarrassing, our play out there. You're playing a 2-14 football team. You're making Trevor Lawrence, who has not played up to his number one draft pick standards at all, look like prime Tom Brady. This dude cannot make the ball hit the ground. The ball seemed like it never hit the ground for Trevor Lawrence and his receivers. We made Marvin Jones look like he was prime Calvin Johnson, prime Jerry Rice, the way he was getting open on us all the time. It was a disgrace. And then the players after were in the locker room playing cornhole and listening to music. Now I follow Isaac Rochelle on TikTok. I like Isaac Rochelle as a player, but he said, he explained on TikTok, he said, sorry, I don't have friends. Sorry, I can't listen to music. Sorry, I can't play cornhole. Bro, it's not about that. It's not about playing cornhole. It's not about listening to music. It's about, you you guys didn't seem like you cared in the locker room. Like, my high school team, when I played high school football, when we lost the game, (laughs) which was a lot, it, we're trash. It was a lot. But, Whenever we lost a game, it was dead silent in the locker room. Nobody would say a word. We would get our crap, and we would leave, right? In Jacksonville, you should, you should have gotten your crap, you got on the plane, and then put on your headphones or something then. Bro, you guys weren't playing, like, in your feelings music. Y'all were playing, like, chill, hype music, bro. This is not, like, I don't know what the issue is. The fans are more upset than the players are not making the playoffs. Everybody wants to blame Carson Wentz, but was Wentz really the problem? The defense played atrocious. The offensive line allowed seven sacks, played atrocious. JT couldn't get anything going. The Colts need to add a receiver this offseason for sure and a corner and a left tackle. Those are our three main needs. Because if we're going to go out there and have a 98% chance to make the playoffs every other year, I I don't know what I'm going to feel. I felt like it was a lock this year. I guess nothing I, – I keep learning that nothing's a lock in sports. I've known that for a while, but 98%, I guess, isn't even safe anymore. Let me, guys – let you – let me tell you guys something. This may be the worst Indianapolis Colts loss in the history of them being in Indianapolis. Let me know. Was the Colts loss in Jacksonville this Sunday – the worst loss they've ever had in the history of the Indianapolis Colts organization. They have had some horrible losses before. They've had one in 2003. They lost 41-0 to the Jets in the playoffs in 03. That one was bad. But let me know, was the loss to Jacksonville the worst Indianapolis Colts loss in the history of their, uh, I guess, organization in Indianapolis? But for real, With so much on the line, I don't know how you can choke. But finally, let's get into some playoff spreads. I know that's what most of you are here for. (sighs) Nothing like sitting on the couch, maybe having some wings, maybe food, some sort of food beside wings. Maybe you got a beer. Nothing like sitting there and watching Super Wild Card Weekend while some of your bets are pending, right? I know Wells' wonderful parlay did not hit. That's why I'm not bringing you another parlay because I don't want to screw you guys over again. Was it likely to hit? No, but here we are again, back with betting. If you want to throw these into a parlay, you can, but I would individual bet these because these are super hard to hit on, especially in the playoffs. There's upsets all the time. Just like why would you ever parlay something in March Madness? Same kind of boat, but less games. First game, we got the Raiders at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals! I'm so proud of you guys. You guys made the playoffs. I'm if I were to choose if somebody came up to me and said, "Will, what's your second favorite NFL team? I would probably say the Bengals, not because they're good. No, I have my uncle on my mom's side, his whole family, Cincinnati Bengals fans. But the Bengals are also the second closest team to my hometown. And You guys know how big of a fan I am of cheering for my hometown teams. So. Um, Bengals, I really hope you win, but let's cover up these spreads real quick. These teams seriously are both horrible in the playoffs. Cincinnati hasn't made the playoffs since 2015, got screwed against the Steelers. If you guys remember that game, the Raiders last made the playoffs in 2016. They lost to the Texans in the card round. But the thing is, these teams haven't won a playoff game in at least 20 years, both of them. The Raiders haven't won a playoff game since 2002, and the Cincinnati Bengals haven't won one since 1990. So these two teams both need to get a win. Like, the drought can finally be broken for one of these teams. Cincinnati's favored by minus four and a half. And this is interesting because there's huge factors with both teams With and the factor of are they going to play good? They haven't – neither of them have playoff experience. Derek Carr. Go somewhere else eventually, but he's still with Las Vegas. Joe Burrow, obviously, very young, very phenomenal quarterback. This dude can light it up, especially to DeMar Chase. But that's another thing: can the two young guys take it away in the playoffs? Can they take off in the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know what Derek Carr is going to do in the playoffs. I don't know what Joe Burrow is going to do in the playoffs. But Cincinnati is favored by minus four and a half because it's a home game. If we're betting money line, it's hard because Bengals are minus – yeah, they're minus 225. So I would never bet something with that low of odds or that high of odds, I guess you would say, in this betting world. Never. It's the NFL playoffs. It's not like we got the Cardinals playing – a high school football team, you know, even that even the week where Will's wonderful parlay was there, the Cardinals were like minus ten thousand or something, or minus one thousand against the Lions for money line, and they ended up losing. So never ever ever bet something with that high of odds, especially in a tournament like the NFL playoffs. Minus two twenty five is horrible odds. Now Vegas is is plus one eighty eight for money line, a slightly better. But honestly, I would just stay away from money line. If you're gonna bet money line, bet Vegas. But I would just bet spread because even though both the odds aren't good, it has a lot better chance of hitting, in my opinion, than if you bet Cincinnati minus two twenty five money line because upsets always happen and you're not getting enough back. Also, you're saying, well, you the payout would be more on the Raiders money line, right? but Cincinnati's favored. So if Cincinnati wins, then you lose your money there. So you don't want to – I'm saying you don't want to have such a small payout, but you also don't want to risk something and potentially have a low chance of winning. So I would just bet spread. If odds weren't involved, I would probably bet Cincinnati money line in Vegas plus four and a half just because I feel like Vegas will pull it off They're playing really good football right now, but actually, I take that back. I feel like Joey B and them is going to win by three points. I think they're going to win on a game-winning field goal. The Bengals are a dangerous football team, and the Raiders, in my opinion, they're good, but they're not a Super Bowl threat by any means, and neither are the Bengals, but I think the Bengals are a lot more of a Super Bowl threat than the Raiders. Next game. We got the Patriots and the Bills for the third time this year, second time in Buffalo. It's going to be zero degrees there, y'all. Zero. This game is going to be so boring. Remember the game where Mac Jones threw for like 18 yards or something, three pass attempts? It's going to be something like that because I'll tell you what, Bills not going to run the ball, or I mean not pass the ball, I'm sorry. It's going to be a run-heavy game. Because especially with the rookie quarterback, this is where Bill Belichick's coaching comes into play. He will do anything in his power to make Mac Jones comfortable. I know getting out of your comfort zone and all of that makes you a winner, but we don't want to get out of our comfort zone when the game's on the line, right? When well, your season's on the line, in fact. Bill will do anything to make Mac Jones comfortable. And he'll make adjustments. That's why he's the GOAT coach, in my opinion. It's gonna be a run heavy game on the New England side. Josh Allen's probably gonna get a few carries on the Buffalo side. Plus 172 on the Patriots money line. Woohoo! Plus 172. That's that's y'all betting against Bill Vegas. You guys are betting against Bill Belichick. I would take the Pats money line right here. Pats. Are also plus four, so that means the Bills are minus four. <clears throat> Again, solely because I think that the Bills are at home. But I would take Pat's money line right here, plus one seventy-two. But don't bet anything crazy. I would not be shocked if Buffalo wins. The net, the only playoff game that I'm kind of locked on is the Steelers Chiefs one, which we'll get to. But on the first two games, I wouldn't get too locked in on anybody. If you're gonna bet anything, bet spread on the Vegas. Bengals game and bet money line for uh the Patriots Bills game because I feel like Bill's gonna pull this off. Bills went to the AFC Championship last year against the Chiefs, but Bill in the playoffs is ruthless. He wants to show everybody that it wasn't Tom Brady, it's Bill Belichick, and I think he'll do it. Oh dear Lord. Our next game, we got the Eagles and the Bucks. Uh, we got Jalen Hurts versus Tom Brady in the playoffs. I think it may be a little bit closer than people think. I don't think it's going to be like a 21-point blowout or anything, but Bucks are favored by minus eight and a half. And honestly, I would take that. I would take minus eight and a half. I feel like it'll be a 10 or 13-point game, something like that. Just the fact the Eagles' offense is so shaky, right? If they're on, they're on. If they're off, they're horrible. And so the Bucks are going to take advantage of that. The Bucks' defense is good. They're getting Levante David back for the first time in a few games. Obviously, Tom Brady at the helm does that. Don't bet against Tom, man. Just like you don't bet against Bill Belichick, do not bet against Tom Brady, especially when he's playing Jalen Hurts. No shade to Jalen Hurts whatsoever, but, bro, <coughs> there is – really no chance that you beat tom brady in the playoffs at home in the wild card brady honestly as much as i don't like tom brady he should probably be the mvp front runner because his team's good rogers is 10th in passing i don't know why everybody's saying rogers mvp i know brady is thrown for a few more interceptions than everybody would like but you're seriously going to put the most valuable player as the 10th leading passer in football Brady threw for over 5,000 yards and close to 50 touchdowns. Rodgers didn't do that, not even close. So I would say Brady, in my opinion, is the MVP. I would take Bucks minus eight and a half because Tampa is going to be loud. The Bucks defense is going to make adjustments, and they're going to get it done. I don't think – I the two walks I have are the Bucks and the Chiefs, and I don't see any of them losing. Niners, Cowboys is next, and Dallas – I cannot wait. If the Dallas Cowboys lose this game, I'm telling you guys right now, I cannot wait for Stephen A. Smith to make his Instagram video laughing at him. I cannot wait because I'm picking the San Francisco 49ers to walk into AT&T Stadium and beat the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas has done nothing in the past quarter century. They've done nothing, literally nothing. I don't know why everybody's saying it's an easy lock to beat the 49ers. It's because the Niners got Jimmy G. You see how he played. You see how he played to come back against the Rams. But he can be shaky at times. I, I I will give people that. He can be really, really shaky. If he's shaky, they'll probably lose. The Cowboys' defense is getting better. But they're in the NFC East. They're not playing a good offense six games of the year. The Giants are a bottom three team in football. The Eagles... I honestly think they're not a playoff team. Like, they're just not that good, in my opinion. Their offense isn't that good. And then the Washington football team obviously isn't good either. So six games of the year, their defense is going up against an offense that is not good at all. And so when they play good teams, they lose. They lose. Niners are plus three. I'm hammering that all day. I'm hammering Niners plus three. And I'm also hammering plus 136 money line. I think San Francisco gets this dub 28-17. to 17. I don't think Dak Prescott, Zeke, CeeDee Lamb can put up over 20 over this Niners defense. I think Nick Bosa is going to have a field day. Fred Warner in the middle. People are starting to forget about him. Don't forget about Fred Warner. Fred Warner is still a phenomenal linebacker. Nick Bosa is going to get to Dak. I think Niners win this game 28-17. And move on to so most likely, unless the Eagles beat the Bucs, they'll most likely play the Packers in Lambeau. And then the Chiefs and the Steelers, um, like I said, this is a lock. Chiefs are, play, are minus 12 and a half, <clears throat> which for a playoff game is a huge spread, like massive spread. I can't really explain how big of a spread minus 12 and a half is in a playoff game. Big Ben Roethlisberger said something interesting. It kind of reminded me of Trace jackson Davis's interview after IU beat Ohio State. Trace Jackson-Davis said we want to protect our – and I know these two sports have nothing to do with each other, but they were both kind of sketchy, right? Trace said we want to protect our home court. We want to win every home game and win a few road games. A few road games. Is that indicating that – You guys aren't gonna win every road game, or you guys aren't gonna try to win every road game. They they play at Iowa tonight, two hours. They play at Iowa. So are you guys not gonna try to win that game, or are you? This gonna be one of the few games you guys try to win. You see what I'm saying? Like that's just sketchy. Like you just say you play your best basketball. We try to win every game. We're not gonna win every game, and when we don't win a game, we're gonna make adjustments to try and come back stronger the next game, right? They've Ben Roethlisberger said this. He said, quote, actually it's not a quote, but I'm just quoting what he's saying. He basically said that there's 14 teams in the playoffs, and he said they're the worst out of 14. He said we're 14 out of 14. Is he right? I don't know. The Eagles may be worse. You guys can argue in the comments. I would say he's probably right. What kind of confidence does that build up? Like, seriously, dude, you are retiring after this year. You probably will go down as a top three stealer ever, probably undebatably a top three stealer ever after you retire. All your teammates are listening to you. You know what to do in the playoffs more than anybody else on your team. And you go out there and you say you're the worst out of 14 teams. Now, if you're being honest, that's fine. But in this situation, you don't be honest. If they ask you where you stand in the playoffs, you don't say, oh, I think we're the worst out of all the teams here. You say, oh, well, that doesn't really matter. We got to go out there. We got to focus on our offensive and defensive game plan. We got to go out there and play football and try to win every game. Right now, when the young guys listen to, the, to that press conference or Mike Tom listens to that press conference or... Does anybody in the coaching staff listens to it, they'll think this guy has no confidence in this. This guy thinks we're going to get balanced first round, which they probably will. They probably will. But seriously, no confidence at all, dude. Are you serious? Bro, at least say we know the Kansas City Chiefs are a very good football team. We know their stadium gets really, really loud. We just got to – focus on our offensive game plan. We got to go out there, block out the noise, work together, and play the best offensive football game we've played all year. And that's all you got to say. <coughs> because now the Chiefs also think that you don't believe in yourself. Indy should have been in the playoffs over you guys if you guys don't believe in yourself. And we we don't deserve it. That flags down, but we don't deserve it. If we go and lose to 2-14 and 14 Jacksonville on the road, we don't deserve it, but no confidence. Oh, I can't believe that he said that. And then the last Super Wild Card game. As a matter of fact, which game's on a Monday night? Which game's on a Monday night? It's okay. It's the Cardinals Rams game. That's what I thought. First Monday Night Wild Card game. Super Wild Card game. In fact, Rams are favored by minus three and a half. I think the Rams are winning the Super Bowl. So obviously, you know my answer right there. I think that they will cover. I think it'll be a seven point game. I think the Rams went 35, 28, something like that. 28, 21, just by seven points. Cardinals money lines only plus 166. When there are two great football teams playing with each other, I just wouldn't bet at all. I just would not bet at all because both outcomes are so likely to happen where, you're not confident in any bet that you place you're not confident in first touchdown score because that all depends a lot of it depends on who gets the ball first both offenses are electric and they have multiple weapons on each offense so (coughs) first touchdown score i wouldn't be comfortable with spread i wouldn't be comfortable with money line i would not be comfortable with because cardinals are a great football team i could see them winning Rams are a great football team. I could see them winning. Stay away from this game. But if you are gonna bet, my bet would be Rams minus three and a half. I think they're winning the Super Bowl. So if, if all my if all my predictions panned out, uh not spreading anything, let let's see. So it looks like the Niners would be going to Lambo and the Bucks would be playing. The Rams in Tampa. Um, I think that the Packers would beat the Niners, and I think that the Rams would beat the Bucks. I think the Rams would beat the Packers in the NFC Championship again. And Lambeau, Packers losing in the NFC Championship again. The Rams would never beat them. That's what, I don't know why I said again, but Rams will never beat them in the NFC Championship. But Lambeau losing in the NFC Championship again will probably happen. And then AFC, I've got um, I've got the six seed, the Patriots going on the road at Tennessee, and I've got Cincinnati playing playing the Chiefs, the Chiefs on the road, and I got the Chiefs and the Patriots winning, and then I got the Chiefs in the Super Bowl with the Rams for the third time. The Chiefs going to the Super Bowl, of course, for the third time. And I got the Rams winning in L.A., just like, just like the Bucs did last year. Went and won the Super Bowl in their home stadium, Tampa. Basically a home game for them, right? Basically a home game for the Rams. And the thing about it, guys, think about it. How many times in the NFL has the one seed that it wasn't a dynasty won the Super Bowl? Last year was the Bucs there of five. Maybe the okay you the Chiefs, yeah. The Eagles weren't definitely when they beat the Patriots. Patriots was a dynasty, so that doesn't really count. They're clearly the best team in football. There's no clear-cut best team in football this year. You could say the Packers, but the Packers—they, I mean they—they're due to lose to a to a good team. Like they just lost to the Lions, but that's because their stars were out most of the time, right? I mean, the Packers are due to lose to a good football team. The last time they lost to a good football team was the Vikings. They they literally lost to the Saints, the Vikings, and the Lions. And that's all they lost to. So it's time for them to lose to a good team because they're due, definitely. And I think it will happen in Lambeau. You guys know my predictions, though, seriously, because I I really love listening to y'all. And we are having a few special guests coming on. One on Saturday, he's a Carmel basketball player. We're hoping to have Mac, the Alabama football player, Mac Hereford, come on the show soon. We're kind of giving him time after the championship game. I know he's worked tar all season and all that, so we're kind of giving him time. But and then Jalen Harlson, Fisher's basketball player, also hopefully coming on soon. Make sure to stay tuned. My predictions are going to hit. I'm telling you right now. My predictions are going to hit. Maybe not the betting stuff, but the games I predicted are all going to hit. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. I really appreciate it for you. For the people who have stuck with DW Sports for a year and a half, we've been doing it for a year and a half now. I know. It's pretty long. Thank you guys for sticking with us for that long. We appreciate each and every one of you guys that listen to the show. Thank you guys. We'll get more shows out this week with guests. See you in the next episode. Peace out.